You are listening to a message from Victory Alabang. Get the latest updates by visiting victoryalabang.org or like us on facebook.com slash victoryalabang. Tunay nga po na we are privileged that our, our pastors really believe in the next generation. So kaya po kami nandito is dahil po sa tiwala po na binibigay po ng mga naunang henerasyon sa amin na mga leaders. And ngayon po, ganun din po yung ginagawa natin. Patuloy pa rin po tayong naniniwala sa next generation. That's why we have this series called Game Changer. Kami po ay campus missionary. Ang ginagawa po namin sa mga sa campus ministry po natin, nag-reach out po kami sa next generation. And great things are happening po sa campus ministry natin ngayon dito sa Alabang. Pakita po natin yung mga pictures natin. Ayan. Right now, we are holding four youth services every weekend in three different locations. So meron po tayong every Friday sa student center po sa may poblasyon Muntinlupa. And then every Saturday din po. Then dito, every Saturday, 3 p.m. Festival Mall, meron din po tayong isang youth service. And kanina po, kakatapos lang, 1 p.m. service sa Akasha Hotel. So every weekend po, we got to see students worshiping the Lord, worshiping Jesus as their Lord and Savior, and giving their lives to Christ. And sobrang nakaka-encourage po na itong mga, hindi lang po ito basta mga events. It's an avenue where God is reaching to the next generation. It's an avenue where their lives are being changed because of this encounter with the Lord. And also, hindi lang po tayo puro events. Ito po yung ginagawa po natin. So yan, nagpupunta po kami sa mga campuses. So every campus missionaries po ay... Uh, naka-assign po kami sa mga school. So ang ginagawa po namin every week po, pinupuntahan po namin yung mga sudyante. We're doing one-to-one with them. And we are raising them up. We are teaching them yung, yung four values po na tinuturo namin sa kanila. Leadership, integrity, faith, and excellence. So ito, lang, ito lamang po yung ginagawa namin every, every week. So kung papasin niyo po, Actually, sa campus ministry po natin, ang dami na pong nangyari. Ang dami rin pong transition na naganap. Especially with the recent open, opening po ng Victory Las Piñas. And kung titignan nyo po, even in our government, marami na rin pong nagbago. ba? Alam na alam nyo yan, nakaka-relate kayo dyan, lalo na sa mga hindi pa maka-move on. Diba? Daig pang EDSA. ba? So ngayon, nakikita po natin na marami na. Marami ng mga kalsada yung maluluwag na yung daan. So ayan, ito yung recent po na kadalasan yung sona, di ba? Ang dami pong nag pero itong time na to, nagsabay pa ng pagkain, no? Nag- nagtulungan pa sila. And truly, sabi nila, change has come. Di ba? Alam natin yan. Isa yan sa li- linyang ginamit ng ating bagong presidente na si Duterte. And ito, alam na alam nyo to. This is a game changer. Uh, wag po kayong tumama, wala pong pinotoshop dyan. Dalagang nagpa-picture po sila. Yan po ang security, National Security Council na ginagawa po ng ating mga... Na, ginawa lang po recently ni Pangulong Duterte. And kung mapapansin nyo, marami na pong nagbago. ba? Kaya talking about change, this is something that we want. The heart of... Our heart na every time may change, ang heart natin sana for the better. Gusto nyo ba yun? Gusto nyo po ba yun? Na parang gusto nyo pag nagbago, sana mas in favor sa amin. For the better. And the question here is, Kung gusto natin lahat ng pagbabago, pero hanggang kailan tatagal ang mga pagbabagong ito? Ang gusto natin, lasting change. Ayaw natin yung panandalian lang. Gusto natin yung pangmatagalan. So ngayon, titignan po natin sa isang story sa Bible. Kung paano, ba to, kung paano po natin ma-achieve itong lasting change? Ano po ba itong lasting change na pwede mangyari sa mga buhay natin? If you are ready, 
And if your Bibles with you, uh, buksan po natin ito, then tayo po tayo, babasahin po natin ito in reverence with the Word of God. Second Chronicles chapter 34, verses 1 and 2. Basahin po natin. Josiah was 8 years old when he began to reign, and he reigned 31 years in Jerusalem. And he did what was right in the eyes of the Lord, and walked in the ways of David his father, and he did not turn aside to the right hand or to the left. Let's pray. Panginoon, marami pong salamat sa binigay niyo sa aming pagkakataon na muli pag-aralan ng iyong salita. Panginoon, inaask po namin ang presence mo in our midst today. And Lord, I pray that your word will speak powerfully in our hearts this afternoon. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. So kung babalikan po natin yung verse, sabi po doon, Josiah. So ito po yung character na pag-aaralan po natin. Sabi doon, he was eight years old when he began to reign. Yes po, uh, actually wala pong typo error dito. Yan po yung nabasa nyo, eight years old. Meron po ba kayong mga anak na 8 years old? Na-imagine nyo sila magiging presidente ng Pilipinas. Parang ganun po yung sitwasyon natin dito. Na parang titignan mo, uh, na, na, nagka-problema kaya si God kung bakit niya inalaw to? Pero titignan po natin ano po yung ginawa ni God sa buhay ni Josiah. He was 8 years old. Hindi lang po ito yung something against him na parang masyado yung bata eh. Maniniwala ba kaya yung mga Israelites yan kapag pinasunod niya yung, yung nation nila? Diba minsan may ganun po tayo eh. Na... Pag makikiting tayo ng young people, minsan niisipin po natin, ay, bata pa yan, masyado namang bata yan. Pili tayo dun sa mga, ano, sa, sa mga mas matanda tayo pumili. O isipin natin, bata pa yan, wala pang, wala pang desisyon yan. Puro laro lang yan, puro dota lang yan. Puro ano lang, puro love, love, love lang yan. But dito po sa story na to makikita po natin kung paano po ginamit ni God yung isang 8-year-old to, to promote change. And also, kung makikita nyo po, in verse 2, sabi po doon, naka-underline po dyan, And he did what was right in the eyes of the Lord. Maganda po pakinggan. Kasi yun naman po yung gusto natin. That our, our leader will follow God. That our leader, ang mga ipapasa niyang batas, according sa, sa will ni God, sa ways ni God. Pero kung ang nangyari po, kung babalikan po natin yung story na to, yung pinanggalingan niya po, yung kanyang tatay at grandfather, They did what was evil in the eyes of God. So it is the exact opposite of what he did. Imagine niyo na lang po, yung lolo mo, ang ginawa niya nung naging hari siya, yung ayaw ni God. Sinod nun, yung tatay mo, ang ginawa din niya, ayaw din ni God. Pero ikaw, yung ginawa ni Josiah, it, is what, it was right in the eyes of God. So titignan po natin anong nangyari. What happened na na-promote niya yung change? And in the same thing, We are all, uh, tayo pong lahat, ano po tayo, we are expected to make a decision every single day. Tulad po ng, yung mga sudyante po natin ngayon, no, na, naalala po namin na may mga time na malalaman po namin yung kwento nila na galing po sila sa broken family. Yung iba po sa kanila, sila po yung unang sudyante na makakapag-aral. Kung titignan nyo po yung situation nila, parang may pag-asa pa ba to? O parang kung ako sa kanila, parang, naku, parang nakaka-discourage po, mag-give up na lang ako. Pero they have decided, just like Joshua, tulad po nung legacy nung kanyang iniwan, hindi po maganda, pero pinili niya po ang ibang direksyon. Pumili po siya ng ibang direksyon na tahakin, and that is to honor God. The same thing po with us. Yes, we are faced maybe with our past, with our family, with our decisions that we make nung nakaraan pa. But today, we can start to make a new decision. We can start to make the right decision. 
And then, yun, yun din po yung pinagpipray namin na hindi lang po sa ating mga kabataan, pero sa inyo pong lahat. That you, today, you will decide to, to make the right decision. And sabi po sa next slide. So yun, he began to seek God, the God of David, his father. So ito po yung kind ng change na gusto po natin. A change that starts with the decision. So update lang po. Kahapon po, we just had our one conference Ayan, ito po yung time na nagsama-sama po yung 5,000 victory group leaders from all over Metro Manila. So, yan po yung mga pictures na yan sa Phil Sports po ginanap kahapon. And yan, so sobrang na-encourage po kami to see this site, especially, specifically this picture po na students are raising up their hands before God, surrendering their lives to the one and only King, and that is Jesus Christ. You see, these people, they came from different backgrounds. They came from different families. Yung iba po, uh, galing po talaga sa madilim na nakaraan. Pero what I like about this uh, event, gathering all the victory group leaders, is this is a picture of a young generation deciding to follow God no matter what. This is a picture of a generation na the old has gone and the new has come. We are no longer yung past namin, but today we are, they are declaring, we declared that we are new in Christ. So these are the people that we are, we are discipling. People who making a decision to follow God despite of their past. And talking about going po dun sa story, sinabi rin po sa verse doon na ang ginaya pong example, di ba po, kung kasi kung titingin po siya sa, fa- sa father niya or sa grandfather niya, pa, parang hindi po maganda yung example na pwede niyang makita. But he looked back. In recent, uh, nung wala siyang makita sa recent history, Nag-travel siya years before, 330 years po yung pagitan nila, ang nakuha niyang example, yung example ni King David. So kilala naman po natin si King David. Si King David po, yung kilala po siya, yung sa David and Goliath, isa po siya sa pinakamagaling na king ng Israel. And because of that, yung example niya po, yung naging gayahan ni Josiah. Imagine, 330 years ka ng patay, yung life mo nag-speak pa rin ng volume dun sa next generation. And the same thing with us. Especially for the, tayo po, the now generation. Kung ano po yung mga ginagawa po natin, may impact po ito sa buhay ng ating mga sudyante. Our examples today can change the values of tomorrow. Let me repeat that. Our examples today can change the values of tomorrow. Maybe nagtataka po tayo, bakit po ganito yung nangyayari sa nation natin? Maybe may question, bakit parang daming kurakot? Poverty, talamak po yung poverty natin. And I realized, something happened in the past that was not addressed, especially in the campus. But sabi nga po ng ating Pangulong Duterte, tapos na yon, nangyari na in the past. Hindi na tayo magtuturo ng sinang may kasalanan. Because today, we can start all over again. We can start fresh so that the next generation, yung gagawin po natin ngayon, yung examples po na ipapakita natin today, will be the values of the society 20 years from now. Excited po ba kayo doon? Excited po ba kayo makakita ng nation na wala ng corruption because our leaders are standing to what is right and don't compromise? Excited po ba kayo to see a nation wherein families are worshiping God because at a very young age, they know that God is the one who who placed them there in that family and fulfilling the purpose that God has given them. That's the picture when we reach out the next generation today. Hindi lang po yung impact non today, pero in the next years to come. So yun po yung pwede natin makita doon. Continuing with the story, yun nga po, tinuloy-tuloy niya po yung pag, 
yung pag-change ng direction. He decided to, to go to a different route. So ang ginawa niya po, hindi lang po yun. Hindi niya lang po sinik si God. So after he, he sought God, ang ginawa niya po, pinatanggal niya po lahat ng idols. Lahat ng form of idol worship pinatanggal niya. Lahat ng, ng rebulto na na pinagsisilbihan ng mga Israelites during the time, pinatanggal niya po yun. And also, pinagawa niya rin po yung temple of the Lord. Pinagawa niya yung bahay ng Panginoon. So, ang nangyari po, nung pinapagawa po yung temple ni God, may nakita po sila. May nakita po nila yung book of the law. So, yung book of the law po, ito po yung naglalaman ng ways ni God. Naalala niyo po, di ba, yung nag-series po tayo, 10. Yung uh, perfect law, perfect love. Nandito po ba kayo nung, nung pinreach yun? So last week lang yon natapos natin. So ganun yung heart ni God. Binigay niya yung ways niya, yung mga law na yon it's because out of love. Na ayaw niya pong mapahamak yung mga Israelites. And for the longest time, imagine, wala pong nagbabasa ng book of law. Kasi nga po, yung pinanggalingan niya pong generation, hindi po maganda. Yung mga ginagawa po nila, hindi po kaya-aya kay God. So ang, ang nangyari po, nung nakita yung book of the law, Dinala po sa kanya dahil siya po yung hari. And yung yung secretary niya po, binasa po yung law na yon. So sabi doon, basahin po natin sa verse. In verse 19, And when the king heard the words of the law, he tore his clothes. So sinira niya po yung damit niya. Hindi po siya nag-hulk na parang lumaki yung katawan niya. Pero, ano niya po, sinira niya yung damit niya. Ito pong ibig sabihin ng tore ng clothes. Ito po yung ginagawa ng mga people in the Bible when they are experiencing great stress or mourning. So, tignan po natin, ano po kaya yung nabasa niya dun sa, dun sa book of the law? Ang sabi po doon, in verse 21, For great is the wrath of the Lord that is poured out on us because our fathers have not kept the word of the law. So, ang nabasa po niya, na dahil dun sa ginawa ng generation before him, there was a judgment for their nation. Because of the sin, because of the, the older generation forsaking God and His ways, there was a judgment towards their nation. And he felt bad. Hindi lang, hindi lang siya basta nalungkot. Talagang nadurog ang kanyang puso dahil dun sa narinig niya. Because a judgment will be upon their nation. So titignan po natin, ano yung, so ano naman, anong nangyari after that? So ang ginawa niya po, Pumunta siya sa ano? Pumunta siya sa... May mga tao siyang pinapunta doon sa isang prophet. Actually, babae po. So, prophetess. Itong, yung mga prophet po, dito po pinapadaan ni God yung message niya sa isang nation. Specifically to, to, to the king. So, nung nagpunta po sila, it was confirmed. Confirmed po na, yes, there was a disaster that will about to happen in that nation because of what their fathers and great-grandfathers fa- great did. So, anong nangyari po, Ito po yung nangyari sa kanya nung, nung nabasa niya yung, yung, yung narinig niya yung word. In verse 27, sabi doon, Because your heart was tender and humbled yourself before God, when you heard these words against this place and it, in its inhabitants, and you have humbled yourself before me and have torn your clothes and wept before me, I also have heard you, declares the Lord. So from this, yes, kinonfirm po ng, ano, ng prophetess na may destruction. Pero hindi po natuloy yun. Because this is what happened. Ang sabi po doon, Josiah's heart was tendered. So imagine nyo, from pusong bato, may katabi po ba kayo, pusong bato? Hopefully, hindi naman po. No? From pusong bato, naging pusong mamon. Naging malambot yung puso niya. Naging responsive sa, sa heart ni God. And hindi lang po yun, he humbled himself before the Lord. 
So kung makikita po natin dito, may nagbago po sa, kay Josiah. God changed his heart. And yes, makikita po natin yon. Ano po yung una? A change that starts with a decision. Okay po yon. It starts with a decision. Kaya lang po misat kung maalala nyo. Ano ba po? 2016, di ba? Kakapasok lang ng taon. Actually, ang bilis lang po nang naging 2016. Tapos na po yung first half. Naalala nyo pa po ba nung January? Ano pong meron kapag January? Fasting. Wow, bukod sa fasting. Di ba? Meron tayong mga New Year's resolution. Ang dami natin yan. Ako po, madami din po akong nilagay doon eh. Pero hanggang kailan po naging hanggang naging kailan lang po yung New Year's resolution natin? Hanggang February. Tapos na, di ba? Hindi na po hindi na po natin naulit. Doon po natin na makikita na, yes, okay naman po yung decision. Pero it's not enough. Doon po papasok na kailangan natin yung tulong ni God. God should, should change our hearts so that yung lasting change, it will happen. So tulad po nung nangyari kay Josiah, okay naman po, finalo niya si God despite the legacy of his fathers and great-grandfathers. But it's not enough. God encountered him through the book of law. Again, God encountered him sa pamamagitan po ng salita ng Diyos. And the same thing with us today. Ganon din po yung ginagawa ni God. And yun, ito po yung gusto, ng, gusto po nating change. A change that involves transformation. And only God can cause this transformation in our hearts. We are transformed by the word as we read it every day. Because the Bible tells us, if you can remember, that when we read the Word, it renews our mind. Na every time we read the Bible, our hearts, nachi-check yung hearts natin, yung motivation, kung bakit ka ba ito ginagawa, nachi-check po as we read the Bible. And also, yung nachi-check po yung, ma- ano, yung, yung mga gagawin natin, if it's aligned with the will of God, that's, y- yun po yung ginagawa ng Word sa buhay natin. And, Encounter with God through His Word has the power to change our heart. Again, encounter with God through His Word has the power to change our hearts. Yes, we know that it can start with a decision, but we need God's intervention to be able to effect the lasting change. Ang maganda pong ginawa niya dito, binasa po sa kanya yung Word ni God, ang ginawa niya po agad, pinatawag niya yung buong nation. Pinatawag niya po yung buong nation. At ang nangyari po, binasa niya po yung word ni God dun sa buong nation. Kung makikita po natin, hindi lang po natapos kay Josiah yung him hearing the word of God. He allowed his nation, his family members, makamag-anak niya po ito, to hear the word of God. And how will it translate to us today? Naniniwala po tayo na yes, uh, pwede pong naniniwala po tayo na may power itong word ni God kapag na-encounter natin si God dito every single day. Pero ang tanong po, kamusta po it, ang kalagayan ng word ni God pagdating sa ating mga kanya-kanyang tahanan? Naniniwala po tayo na yung standard po o yung conviction po ng ating mga kabataan, magsisimula po yun sa bahay natin. Ako po, uh, siguro po isa, lang, isa po sa mga challenges na na-experience ko bilang campus missionary. Na bilang campus missionary, meron po akong kapatid na apat. So lima po kami sa sa family. Actually, nandito po yung parents ko. nag a sila ng 3pm. Paano nandito ba kayo? Ayun, nandito sila. So, ayun, uh, four, four kaming magkakapatid. So, parang every time po, nahihirapan po talaga ako. Kasi po, I, yes, I'm reaching out to the next generation. Yes, I'm teaching the word of God. Nandito po ako sa palpit. Nag-share po ako ng word ni God. Pero pag umuwi na po ako sa bahay, nakikita, nakikita pa po ba nila sa akin yung example 
yung ways ni God na evident po ba sa life ko. Na at the end of the day, I don't want that the people in the campuses, especially, for example, yung sa Muntinlupa Science High School, are being blessed as, they, as I teach them the ways of the Lord, but I forget to teach my siblings. And I know that it's a challenge. And maybe for, for the parents, you are having a hard time to teach them the Word of God. You are having a hard time to reach out to them. Ipakilala sa kanila si God. Maybe dahil may mga bagay tayo na hindi nagawa sa kanila. Ako po, yun po isa sa mga naging challenge ko before. Because I know in the past, I'm, hindi po ako naging mabuting kapatid. <laughs> hindi po ako naging mabuting example sa kanila. Maybe you're experiencing the same. Na ang hirap mag-reach out sa anak ko. Or ang hirap mag-reach out maybe for the singles sa mga pamangkin nyo. Kasi alam nyo na hindi kayo naging mabuting example before. But you know what? Yes, on our own, we can't do it. It is difficult. But with God, there's always a second chance. You can always start to teach the Word of God, to show them who God is. And sometimes, ang kailangan lang po is just a simple sorry. You don't know, yung simple sorry na pong yon, it would break down the walls. So that, the Word of God may be established again in your household. And as campus missionaries po, if you didn't know, uh, kami po ay, meron po mga tao nagsusupport sa amin financially. These are the very, we call, we call them ministry partners. So if you're one of our ministry partners who are supporting us financially and through prayers, marami pong salamat. Can we just give them a hand right now? We, we may not acknowledge you one by one at this time, pero we just want to thank you because thank you for partnering with us in, the, in advancing the kingdom of God in the campuses. And I realize, yes, it's a good thing that some of, the, some of our parents po ng, ng mga sadyante namin ay nagpa-partner po sa amin. But I realize na more than the, just the finances and the prayers, we believe that campus ministry must go hand in hand with the, with the discipleship in the family. Yung discipleship po, mag-start sa family po, sa bahay po natin. As campus missionaries, we can only do so much. It always starts in the house. Sa bahay po natin, dun po lagi magsisimula yung discipleship. And it, it's kind of break our heart to, to sometimes hear our, our young people would say, uh, ayoko na pa umuwi sa bahay namin, hindi naman po kasi ako kinakausap ng mga magulang ko. Na minsan parang sabihin nila, kuya, kaya po, minsan lagi po silang nasa church kasi sasabihin po nila. Sa bahay naman po kasi hindi po ako napapansin, masyado pong busy yung mga parents, yung parents ko. And I'm not, I'm not blaming anyone. These are just the reality that we are hearing with our students. And again, yes, maybe ganun po yung situation sa family nyo po ngayon. But I believe that God is starting something new in your family. That's why you are hearing this. And my prayer is that you would allow the Word of God to just speak to you right now. And even myself, para sa akin din po ito. Ilang beses po akong umiyak nung no, pinaprepare ko itong preaching na ito kasi sobrang natamaan din po talaga ako on how my, my life is being an example to the next generation. And talking about a student, I, I remember po a story. Uh, one of our students po na reach out po natin dito sa South Hub, sa Alabang, Hindi ko na lang po siya papangalanan for the sake yung uh, confidentiality nung kanyang story. Ano po siya, umat, first time niya pong umatay ng church kasi attendee po yung, ano niya, yung parents niya. So, nagsama po siya. And then, he was involved in a victory group. So, yun naman po yung gusto natin, na-involve sila sa victory group. So, and while doing victory group, there's, one, there, there's this one time na he confessed that 
he's involved in premarital sex with his girlfriend. And nung nala, nung siyempre nagulat po yung victory group, pero nung sinabi niya po yun, in-open niya po yun because he know in his heart na there's, na kailangan na may magbago. Siguro on, on his heart po, napapagod na din po siya sa nangyayari. And nakakatawa po na in-open niya po sa victory group yun. So from that day forward, he decided, he decided to, to follow God. He decided to pursue God, to live a pure and holy life. And nung dinidisciple po siya, hindi naman po naging smooth sailing yon. May mga struggle pa din po. Inamin naman niya po yon. May mga struggle po siya na-experience. Kasi yung, yung ex-girlfriend niya po, ka-schoolmate niya. So, it's a, it's a decision that he needs to make every day to live a life of purity and holiness. So, after po nang naging part siya ng victory group, dahil sa intention niya po na to really follow God, to follow Jesus, at whatever cost, nagwantawan po siya. Winantawan po natin siya. And... Tapos nakapag-undergo na rin po siya ng Victory Weekend. And ngayon po, nag-undergo siya, nag-undergo siya ng found Purple Book class. And just, last, just yesterday, he attended the One Conference. And right now, he is fruitful uh, doing one-to-one in their campus in TUP and actively attending the youth service in Victory U-Belt. So you see, there's a transformation happen. Because during the process... It's not us, the campus missionary, who changed them. Because he encountered the Lord. He encountered the living God. Something changed in his heart. Something that our rules can't change. Only God. Na yun po yung gusto natin. Hindi lang po change of habits, but change of hearts. And going back to the story, so, ayun na nga po, pinatawag niya po yung buong Israel. Diba? Tapos pinritsa niya po ng gospel. So tuloy po natin, ano po nangyari sa story. In verse, in verse 30, and the king went up to the house of the Lord with all the men, Judah, and the inhabitants of Jerusalem, and priests, and the Levites, all the people, both great and small. And ito po yun, yung sinasabi po natin na binasa niya po yung, yung word ni God. So after niya po pinatawag yung binasa yung word ni God, ang ginawa niya po, he made the covenant before the Lord. To walk after the Lord and to keep his commandments and his testimonies, and his statutes with all his heart and all his soul. So parang ang sinasabi po dito, after niya pong ginawa to, si Josiah, nag-make po siya ng commitment to the Lord. So kumbaga sa Facebook status, hindi niya lang po nilike, pinusuan niya po. So kaya binigay niya yung buong puso niya at kaluluwa to, to, to declare, to commit to God, that God, I will follow you all your ways. I will seek you with all my heart and with all my soul. So, ganun po yung ginawa ni Josiah. And ito po yung gusto nating change. A change that results to devotion. A change that results to devotion. So, maybe, ang alam po nating ibig sabihin ng devotion is uh, reading the Bible. I think that's part of it. But in the, in the dictionary, it, it meant, devotion means giving your all to, to, to a something, to a certain cause. And this is what Josiah did. Ibinigay niya po yung buong puso niya in following God. Yes, knowing na ganito po yung nangyari in the past. Hindi po naging magandang example ng kanyang tatay at ng grandfather. So he decided to follow God. And after that, there was a transformation happen in his heart because of the word of God at work in him. And that resulted to a devotion, to his pure commitment to the ways of God. Yun po yung gusto nating mangyari sa ating mga buhay. Na after this, it will result to devotion to the only God 
and King of our lives, our personal Lord and Savior, and that is Jesus Christ Himself. And kung itutuloy po natin yung story, hindi lang po natapos sa kanya. So ganun din po yung pinagawa niya sa buong nation, sa family members niya. Then he made all who were present in Jerusalem and in Benjamin join in it. So makita po natin na if it's really genuine, it has to come out. You will involve the people around you. Just like yung pagbabago po sa nation natin, hindi po ito kaya ng isang tao lang. It takes a collective effort to start the la- to start this lasting change. Parang iniisip ko nga po minsan, di ba, with, with the recent happening sa news about the administration na sinusog po yung ating sa drugs. And is it really, na parang iniisip ko po, ano po ba ina-address natin? Are we just addressing the drug addicts? Or should we address the drug addiction? Maybe ang ina-address lang po natin is yung bunga. Pero hindi po natin ina-address yung heart, yung root. So the same thing, ganun po yung ginag... That's why it's important for us to really encounter the, the word of the Lord in our hearts every single day. So change should start with you, but should not end with you. There are people you can influence to start this lasting change. I'll end with this story of our of our student. Well, she's a she's a normal girl. Uh, actually, umaaten po siya ng uh, Victory Santa Rosa. There's this one time po that she was diagnosed. She was diagnosed with uh, with cancer. Actually, I, I asked for uh, I asked for her permission to share this story, and she glad <laughs> gladly accepted the invitation. So, it was 2014. 2014, yes, nung nalaman po na meron po siyang cancer. And I can, I can just imagine, siguro yung naramdaman niya po, na, and yung family member niya na nagkaroon nga po siya ng cancer. And so I'm, but I'm just very encouraged to see her fighting. Na kahit ganito po yung pinagdadaanan niya, talagang nakita po sa mata niya na, na gusto niyang lumaban, na gusto niyang ipanalo tong laban na to, laban sa cancer. And actually, yung second picture po, ayun yung picture niya nung last day ng chemotherapy niya. Still believing God that na mawawala yung cancer na yon. And actually, na-meet na- ko po siya nung camp, Unleashed Camp, last June. And ito po yung sa mga picture na, ito po yung nasa, nasa right side niyo po. Ito po yung picture na nag-speak sa akin talaga. Na parang ninisip ko po nung time na to na, wow, how can this young woman despite of battling cancer, can still choose to, to worship God despite yung pinagdadaanan niya. What? Ano kaya yung na-encounter? Actually, Dana po yung pangalan niya. Ni Dana. That would make him still, will make her still worship God despite of her situation. And when I saw, actually, nakita ko po talaga siya nag-worship. And nagpray ako sabi ko God, let your will be done. At the end of the day, we don't we don't know what what can happen. And ten days, uh, ten days after the youth camp, mga July 14 po. Eto po yung na nabasa natin sa akin yung ano sa Facebook account niya. Etong post po na to ang sinasabi lang po dito. After the test, he she is 100 percent cancer-free. I love 
the picture of this young lady really fighting the good fight of faith. And ito po yung naging celebration nila sa Victory Santa Rosa. After that, she's now 100% uh, cancer-free. I love how she devoted him herself to the Lord. Such pure devotion that caused her, the Lord, despite yung pinagdadaanan ko, I will still choose to honor you. I will choose to worship you. I will choose to enjoy life despite of this cancer na pinagdadaanan ko. And today, this is our prayer that our young people would encounter the Lord. That our young people would have an encounter with God, with the living God that will make, will cause them to have a pure devotion to the Lord. Na yes, there's a compromise happening in their campus. Yes, there's a corruption happening in our society. But because of their devotion to God, they will choose to stand up to what is right. They will choose not to compromise. They will choose to follow the ways of God. And they will seek Him with all their heart. And this is our prayer. And again, this preaching po is not just for the young people. This is for every one of us. Everyone po, it all starts with a decision for us to make a change. And we all need the Word of God to effect that change. We need God to work to change us to the person whom He called us to be. And my prayer is that every one of us, as a church, hindi lang po itong 3pm, would result to a devotion to God. And going back to the story, sa story po ni, ni, jo, ni, ni Josiah, na spare po yung, ano niya, yung, yung generation niya. Hindi po na, hindi po na natuloy yung, yung judgment for their nation. But sadly, after he died, yung next king po na pumalit sa kanya is just like his father and grandfather. So the, 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 the change that was happened was only during his time. Was only nung naglilid lang siya. But it, bumalik ulit yung nation nila in living a life that is evil to the eyes of the Lord. So you see, just like any other change, change can be temporary. We don't know how long will it take after mag-start to, but our hope, there is lasting change. And it, in, it can only happen through an encounter with God. Lasting change can happen when we encounter God and we reach out the next generation. It all starts with God moving in our hearts. That, that change that needs to start from within. And that should not end with us. We need to reach out for the next generation so, that, so we can pass on His ways. We can teach Him His ways. And that, mangyayari po yung lasting change. So, let's pray. Panginoon, marami pong salamat. Marami pong salamat sa pagkakataon ito, Panginoon, na ibinigay niyo sa amin para marinig ang salita. Panginoon, marami pong salamat na after re- hearing your word, thank you, that there's a desire already in our heart to change kung anong po yung mga bagay na pinapabago mo sa amin. Panginoon, marami pong salamat na on our own, we can't do it. We are limited. We are inconsistent. We are not powerful. But Lord, thank you that because of your word working in us, that because 
the Bible, you, the, your word is living and active, God. Lord, thank you that it will renew our mind. Lord, thank you that after the transformation that you will do in our heart, it would result to a pure devotion to you. That no longer we will play with compromises. No longer that we will choose to worship false idols. No longer that we will put trust on other things. But to you and to you alone. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.